Rockstar proposing giving teleport powers to GTA Plus subscribers. So I'm sure by now most of you guys know Tez. He always has like the latest news on GTA related stuff on Twitter and stuff. If you're gonna be on Twitter, you should be following Tez Funds too. And he says this, GTA Online survey received by select players is about GTA Plus. Players are asked to pick which feature to use the most and which to use the least from existing offers, plus two new offers. Instant fast travel around the map, free access to classic Rockstar titles Game Pass. So since starting to learn KO Perico speedrunning and finding out how easy it is to teleport around the map using job warps, you click on one and then as you're loading in, you spam right click and enter and you just immediately teleport. The game seems so much more enjoyable and easy and saves so much goddamn time. I can imagine it'd be a huge pain in the ass to balance around everyone having that feature, but I do wonder what percentage of the player base know of this and use it. Because I'm going to keep using it, and apparently it's been on for a very long time. On console, it's a bit harder, I think, because you have to, like, disconnect your controller or something. But I don't care about that. Whatever. So maybe Rockstar's like, well, if you can't beat them, join them. Let's see if we can sell people on this subscription service to enable them to fast travel around the map. What would they do? Like, give you, like, little pointers that you can put on the map to set up little places that you can instantly teleport to? I don't know. If that does happen, though, the KO Perico or any of the speedruns for GC Online will just become somewhat pay to win. Yeah, you have to get this subscription. Yeah, I know if they're going to do that, but it's like, as the professional says down here, so they are going to let GTA Plus players do what cheaters already do. I can imagine people also abusing a fast travel feature to attack your player. Yeah. The other thing here, free access to classic Rockstar titles, Game Pass. Think about how much value you get from like Xbox Game Pass or Netflix or something where you're paying, what, 10, 15 bucks a month. And Rockstar is basically trying to compete with that by giving you access to what like the 10 games that they've released. Not really as good a deal as you can understand. But I guess they're trying to just like open up any drawer they have in the office to find like any stapler or pencil that they can just give to the players so that they will sign up for this subscription service because all the fucking shareholders love reoccurring consistent revenue. They love that shit. But when I see stuff like this, I think to myself, consider how low the value is for my subscription service. Being a member or a patron or a Twitch subscriber to me, you get emotes. <laughs> and you get a cool little jingle and a message to me. As I've often said, people are more willing to give money to the actual people. They can see a person being happy that they've done something that the other person likes. They, they want to support actual humans with thoughts, feelings, and emotions, not a billion dollar corporation or whatever. As much as I try to, to, to give value to subscribers, it's obvious that it's more about supporting me as opposed to getting a massive amount of value for your money. So yeah, I appreciate all my members and subscribers and patrons. And I swear to you, I will try to give more value to uh, such services. It's always on my mind. YouTuber attacks me for not reading donations. Beats Down, a YouTuber, wrote a community post a couple of days ago. Just being told about Darkfire per AU watching my How to Spew on Kira Perico in Under 30 Minutes guide as he was trying to learn how to do it. He spent at least an hour going through the preparations. I then joined his stream and pointed out he didn't read a message from a guy who donated, so he mutes me. Needless to say, he in the chat got everything else wrong that he was meant to do during the finale. Lol. Everything about this is a lie. Down here. Aha. I've achieved the impossible. I never want to go through that entrance again. I should probably try and get some sleep now. Don't worry. You weren't keeping me up. I just wasn't tired. It's been fun. Catch you next time. Matter less than three. You too, Shark. Thank you for 12 bucks and all the donors. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the kindness. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, should have gotten in at the front. I really as well. Armageddon, Aaron. Thank you, guys. Hope you're all doing great. Thank you. 
So one, two, three more paths left, chat. Uh-oh. I need the cutting torch. I don't think that's available for me. How do I make the cutting torch available for me, chat? I have to go back to the island. Ah, shit. Well, how do I do that? Tips for getting all achievements in online and story, good medals, numero uno, etc. Yeah, you, to do you can keep sp spamming the discover the drainage tunnel. How do I go back to the island? So once more, how do I pick gather intel? What's the button? Screen? Oh! God damn, I hate the buttons in this game. So like this. Ah, oh, okay, well that's, that's gonna cost me quite a bit of time then. <laughs> Ah, get a cycle and drive uphill. Where are these bicycles? Imagine doing someone who doesn't bother reading chat 99% of the time. Beats. Because I'll just mute beats. I read chat so fucking much. I read like half the messages in chat. Go fuck yourself. You don't deserve to be read in chat. Fuck you. I was not learning from his how to speedrun care Perico in under 30 minutes guide. Because even as ignorant as I was prior to starting the stream, I knew his guide was massively out of date. I was learning from the world record and getting information from the world record holder. I had multiple runs that I was going through. The video from his channel that I was looking at before I begun was how to make the jobs on the map that you can warp to. But someone quickly pointed out in chat that, hey, no, you don't need to make those yourself. You can just get all the bookmarks from the website. I was like, oh, and then there was no more after that. This is way out of date. No one should use it. What he says here, I pointed out he didn't read a message from a guy who donated, so he mutes me. What he actually said was, Imagine donating to someone who doesn't read chat 99% of the time. That was his message. And he's like, I got muted because I said he didn't read a message from, a, from someone who donated. This is what I mean when I say, when people get banned from chat and you listen to why they think they got banned, they either will just outright lie or misunderstand entirely. Like he, he just joined the stream by his own admission. He has no fucking idea how much I read chat or don't. And like I read chat all the fucking time. But obviously when you're speedrunning or trying to learn something, you can't read chat at every nanosecond. And it, what was funny is I saw his message in order to mute him personally. So you can tell that I do read chat. If his premise was true that I don't read chat all that much, I wouldn't have caught his message. His very complaining disproves what he said in chat. And like, look at how many comments he gets compared to likes. From what I remember, you didn't just point out that Matt didn't see a dono. You made a passive aggressive comment directed to the people who donate to Matt. He's, he's delusional. No, but imagine doing to someone who doesn't read chat 90 times. He's just doubled down. He just doubled down. He just doubles down it. He literally reads chat all the time, though. He even read your message in chat. But is he supposed to respond to every single thing someone says? Can you blame him for also paying attention during a speedrun? You were being passive aggressive as fuck, and now you're crying about it. You weren't pointing out something. You're trying to ridicule people in his chat, which is disrespectful. Which is true. Why ridicule people for, for donating to my stream? I read every message that goes there. I just can't read them immediately when they pop up. I mean, people used to compliment me for literally reading every single message that I, I used to get in chat when I first started speedrunning, even when I had a thousand viewers. But when you're learning something, it takes far more concentration to move along. It's not like speedrunning back in the old days, as I used to say, where there would be heaps of downtime and all I would do is read chat. Why is so serious? Because this is actually a YouTuber. I mean, one who clearly isn't going that well, but you're right, maybe this is punching down to a degree, but I just say this is the level of delusion that you get from people. The near six hour climax, I don't think you know what a climax is. Something you and DV have in common with the opposite sex, I imagine. He was just trying to be helpful, guys. He, he's not being vindictive and mean at all. He just got muted because, you know, he was just, just kindly trying to point something out. 
Just think it's funny that he watched all the tips and tricks I gave him in the video? No, I didn't. Because the first thing you do when you start speedrunning is you watch the world record. Like, why would I talk or watch a guide from some random person whose strats are massively outdated when I can just, like, talk to the person who actually has world record? I've just peppered this guy with questions. And he's been kind enough to respond to me. In the job warp setup video, it said, the professional sucks. And I thought that might be a meme. I was actually going to ask the professional about it, but apparently he's also started beef with the professional. I didn't start the beef, I just pointed out that he muted me after I mentioned him not reading my message, people pay him to read. What, what, are, you, what are you- I can't, dude. I, I don't read donations. I don't reach out either. What a devastatingly delusional person. He's just a cloud chaser. As I constantly point out, there's no amount of criticizing or throwing shade at larger creators that ever helps a person. It could be possible that, uh, that he could be that delusional to think that, but I don't think that's the case most of the time. Clout chasing through just mindless criticism or whatever in, in a person's chat, it's not going to work. I don't think that's what he's doing there. But popping into a chat for two seconds and immediately saying something that you can't possibly know that is completely irrational, then going to your viewers and lying about what happened and then commenting on my sexual prowess or whatever the fuck he was doing there, he's clearly not a person who's just reasonably trying to look at situations and assess the truth. Because I do read literally every single do donation message that I get. And I, I read with chat all the time. Like anyone who could watch a stream would know that. But it's not about what's true. It's demonizing my me in this guy's mind to justify his bitterness. But it's just like me of all people to have this criticism against. Like it's just so, so funny because I read more comments on my YouTube channel than like any person alive. I have like some of the highest levels of chat engagement. Would I have been more successful if GTA 6 came earlier? Wa'i Wala Bala also asks, What impact has the long delay between GTA 5 and 6 had in your career? Do you think you would have been successful had Rockstar not milked GTA 5 and online for so long? So few people reach the level of success that I have that it seems pretty obvious that any small change to my life likely would have not led me to reaching this level of success that I have right now. It is possible that I could have never done streaming and being a successful psychologist. I, I could have succeeded in some other capacity, but I have no guarantee of that at all. And something as monumentally different about existence as GTA 6 coming earlier would likely have led me down a completely different path of life. And I have no idea where I would have been. It is certainly true that GTA 5 being milked, as you say, for so long has given time for a lot of the older creators who were really big in GT5's early days to move on and to give room for newer creators like TG and, and, and me and stuff to, to jump in there and to still make content for those who are around. And certainly it's given time for GT5 speedrunning to massively mature and grow a, a dedicated base of, uh, of runners that like there was basically no one running the game even like five years after release. It was like, you know, seven until like it really, really took off. But it is also, of course, conceivable that GTA 6 could have come out, I could have started speedrunning GTA 6 day one, and been the greatest thing ever as well. But I just sincerely doubt that. As I have continued to argue, all success requires luck. The greater the success you experience over the shorter period of time, the greater uh, amount of luck that you need. The more variables that you need outside of your control just to be going just right for that eventuality to occur. And my success is, as far as I'm concerned, pretty monumental. And therefore, I, it's very unlikely I could have achieved similar to this in different circumstances. You can now buy a real-life railgun from GTA 5. But this is the thing that I want to announce. 
The guy who designed and built my railgun, Adrian Martinez, is now offering to sell them to anyone who wants one. They are expensive, it is around what I paid myself, but if you want your own, maybe with custom sounds and logos, hit him up. He is a great guy, very reliable. Oh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, what this railgun is, it's the gun that I showed off in my video where, well, I, I dressed as Grief of Jesus and, and built the gun, and the other small video I uploaded, which is just the building process of the railgun. With that being said, apparently he's now redesigned it so it's even better now, and it's even easier to construct when you get sent it in the mail, so. See, you can buy it, and I believe uh, he's willing to make it in different colors for you, whichever you prefer. See, you can pick it here. You can change the logo from my face, of course. You can have your own custom sounds rather than me, uh, my little meme things. Oh, you can have that as well as you want. They're handmade, which of course is why they cost so much. If you've ever tried to buy a handmade memorabilia or, or whatever, anime figures or something, you'll be paying this much. The thing is huge, it's like this big. This was a, a build over many months, and as I say, this is about what I paid as well, so you couldn't be expecting a cheaper price than that. Only for the true fanatics who want to purchase one. You may question whether Rockstar will take that down. Like, you've probably seen everywhere, like, unofficial merch of, like, Pokemon and Nintendo characters and all that jazz. It really depends on how big you get as to whether or not these companies will really take the time to strike you down. But it's a separate question as to whether or not Rockstar even feels they have the rights to strike this down. Because from my understanding, the railgun isn't really an, like an original design for GTA 5. It's, it's based on a lot of other stuff. And this thing is changed in, in a variety of different ways. Like it's not the exact thing that you find in GTA 5. And it's not like they're offering a similar item that Adrian is, is taking away their market share or something. It's funny, by promoting it, I'm increasing the likelihood that he will get a, a negative response from Rockstar, but if I don't promote it, then no one will be able to, to have one like I do. Yeah, it is only a railgun, and he's, what, sold three currently, so very unlikely it's going to see some sort of takedown notice, but even if that does happen, he'll obviously still finish your orders. It's just a matter of that he will have to stop taking new orders. So, if you're interested, feel free to go buy one. My mum abandoned me while I was playing Mario 64. Did I really play Mario 64 as a young Mario? Of course. I was there when the game first came out, when it was brand new. I've told that story before. As I say, I don't remember much about my childhood, but I remember when I first played Mario 64 on the Nintendo. That says how impactful of an experience it was for me. Like, you youngsters, you don't understand. There were no 3D games before Mario. The reason why there was a little dude at the beginning who's like, hey, I'm behind you with like the camera and stuff is because you just couldn't understand the concept of a, a camera being behind you in like a 3D thing. It, it was just, it blew your mind. I, I was at some fair and they had it set up for kids to play and I waited for so long to finally be able to play it. Like I ignored everything else in that fucking fair and then I played Super Mario 64 or whatever and I just kept playing it and playing it. Then my mother wanted to leave and I refused to get off the system, refused. Did my what she said? I'm like, I'm not leaving. And so she leaves without me. And like after five minutes, I'm like, now I'm scared, I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> and then I left to chase after my mother who of course was uh, was waiting for me, just like around the corner or, or some shit. But uh, <laughs> funny stuff. My mother often did that when I refused to leave places. She would just leave without me to some degree and I would get freaked out because I was all alone because I was a little child. Like, I remember I refused to go to school, and so I was like, fine, you don't have to, you can just stay, stay here by yourself in the house. Like, what are you gonna do, do all day? And then she drives off, and I'm like, like, six years old, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm alone, I'm scared now. And then my, my mother pulls back around with her car after doing, like, a loop. I'm like, okay, I'll go. Just, <laughs> fucking kids, man. Dumb as shit. Will I ever be a game reviewer? Wally Walla Bala asks on the Discord, 
Do you think you could branch out into making reviews of games or media in general? If you think you could, would you want to? I ask this because you seem to look at media quite objectively in my opinion, as you did in your rants about Red Dead Redemption 2 not being swayed by the hype or peer pressure into liking it. As much as you're paying me a compliment, I would like to say that often what people think of as objectivity is hey, this person's saying something that I agree with and they aren't agreeing with the popular consensus. Therefore, they must be speaking objectively in some sense. Media is subjective, but you can judge things on the basis of objective measures. Your caring about one measure instead of any other measure is just a matter of your particular preference. Should you value the amount of sales or the amount of money that a game makes? If you sell three times as many games, but sell it for a fraction of the price, is that better than a game that made far more money despite selling far fewer copies? Because that's, for example, like when we compare Minecraft and GTA 5 in terms of sales. GTA 5 sold less, but GTA 5, it costs far more to buy. Things like this. And so my judgments of Red Dead Redemption 2, if I consider it to be slow and it drags on too much, and I, I think a lot of it could be cut to streamline the whole experience and not lose anything, there are some people who would love those things that I want to cut out. And that's just their preference. There are some people who like nothing more than to ride really, really slow on a horse and just take in the grass for hours on end. And I can't say that they're wrong in some way. I can only say that I don't enjoy that. And I think a greater majority of people don't enjoy that as well. But as you can see that I'm struggling to talk about Red Dead Redemption 2 right now, partly because I'm tired, but my struggles is because I'm not a reviewer. I don't dig deep into media. I don't look at themes. I don't compare and contrast different things on a day-to-day -day basis. I don't have a back catalog in my head of all the best media that's been produced over the many decades. I just play something and then I get to the end and I'm like, I like that. That was good. I don't like that. That wasn't very good. And attempts to dig deeper than that only come from people like asking me, why do I have those feelings? I don't really care why I like something or why I don't like something. I just care that I do. I don't get to the end of an anime and I'm like, hmm, why did I enjoy this? I don't care. It is hard to make a sort of fair review that takes into account all tangential information to that game and where it fits in the zeitgeist of gaming. I don't have that kind of knowledge or expertise, so I'm not gonna do it. There are a lot of people who do make reviews of media that are like, hey guys, I really like this. This thing was really cool. It was great. Please like and subscribe. And those reviews are fucking dog water. Do you like that criticism? Dog water? I don't know where I heard that, but it's funny. Making a retrospective is better than reviews since those are more long and detailed. Yeah, I honestly prefer those as well. Where a person goes really deep into the history of a particular game, like how it was developed, the difficulties that they had, the history of like the company and the franchise as a whole, as opposed to a person just in, in eight minutes being like, hey, I enjoyed the water level. They did water pretty well. To be fair, again, I'm not criticizing people who do like that kind of stuff, especially if you're just looking to make a purchase right now and you just want to know a little bit about it without being spoiled. Those reviews do have a purpose, but they're not really what I'm looking for in terms of content to watch. The iShowSpeed crypto scam. Did I see oh, iShowSpeed shilling? So for those who don't know, iShowSpeed is like a super large content creator. I think he's got like 10 million subscribers, but he's gotten involved recently in an NFT crypto scam and he's shilling it to his viewers. And when I heard that, I was like, why? If you've got 10 million subscribers and you are as popular as he is, he's making like a million dollars a month or some shit already. Why does he need to involve himself in sponsors at all? He has 13 million subscribers? Then why? I understand it's like they probably offer him like 10 million dollars, man. But you don't need 10 million dollars if you've got 13 million subscribers. Why risk the goodwill of your audience and your, your position of absolute privilege in society? You could come out with a picture of your face and be like, hey, you guys buy this for 10 dollars. And a lot of people would. You have so many 
easy, legit means to make money when you have access to that many people who love you, why go the scam route? Sure, it's going to be a less effort for more money, but it's not going to be that much more money compared to what you could just do legit. Like, why? I mean, forget the moral implications. If you just don't care about other people and are willing to scam them, fine. But think of yourself. It doesn't just take a lack of moles to do that kind of scamming stuff. It is stupidity as well. But how old is he? Maybe he's just a kid? I don't know. Oh, he's 17? So, I mean, I guess at 17, it would make sense how you could be taken in by con artists and end up shilling some kind of a scam or whatever. What's the story of how a 17-year-old gets 13 million subscribers? But like at that level, wouldn't you just be like amazingly wowed by the money that you're getting? Why would you reach out and scam anyway? But I mean, who can really understand the minds of 17 year olds? Like not even a 17 year old understands what the fuck they're doing, right? Lucky as fuck. Oh yeah, all success requires luck. But the faster you obtain that success, the more luck you need. So the faster your success success is obtained and the greater that success, the more luck is required. Because the more variables outside your control that need to go just so for you to get there. Why the NPCs in GT Online magically always know where you are. Oh my god, I just realized why in Online so many of the characters basically have to have telepathy to know what you're doing. It's because your character doesn't speak. Yeah, so in single player, Michael will say, hey Lester, I made it to the roof. But in Online, the character on the other side has to be like, I figure you'll be on the roof about now. Or, hmm, I see you're on the roof. That's why having a protagonist that doesn't speak doesn't make a lot of sense a lot of the time. My first ever face reveal. So this first thing I'm going to show isn't the announcement, but I'm just going to show off the hell of it. When I finally do a face reveal, I expect to get as many views as Dream did. He got, what, 50 million? Pfft, easy. You can buy stickers of all my woeful emos, by the way, as well as shirts, hoodies, tank tops, mugs, and such. Link below every one of my videos. I link it here, but YouTube hates that. And there's me with a sticker on my face. This sticker is actually complete now, though. It's, the hand is completed, and, and so is the body as well. This is from an old clip that Krim saw, and I was like, ha, that's kind of funny. YouTube's superiority is understated. A lot of the complaints that people have of YouTube are complaints that are somewhat unjustified in regards to they lack an understanding of just how large YouTube is and uh, the tightrope that they walk in regards to legislation surrounding copyright and all the different countries in which they provide a service. For a lot of people, everything is defined by its negative attributes rather than like its positive or the everyday positive. YouTube provides access to just unfathomable amount of content and a free place for anyone to put their videos and provides a career for what hundreds of thousands of people. And that's all meaningless compared to like, oh man, my, my video got wrongly demonetized. And it sucks that company is just really, really large and is at the end of the day a company. So it's gonna do stupid things and have problems. YouTube is a wonderful place, man. People like to complain. I mean, things that are going well and are doing what they're meant to do, they just become the, a part of the mundane. If you did some great things a year ago, that's cool. But what about today? It's uh, negative things get more attention because they're the things that are of pressing concern. Do you finally agree YouTube is supreme? YouTube has always been supreme. In terms of live streaming, no. Twitch is still a better live streaming experience than YouTube. That is without a doubt in terms of its features. But in terms of like the player, YouTube is clearly supreme because you can scroll backwards and you can have higher quality. But you got to remember, it's still the case that for a lot of Twitch streamers, their audience are Twitch viewers, right? I was not that way. Many Twitch streamers don't have like active YouTube channels. 95% of my audience found me through YouTube. So it's not a big deal for me to stream on YouTube, but uh, it's not the way, way for everyone on Twitch. There is a lot of stuff that's strange about YouTube that you think wouldn't be. For example, just right now, the all those super chats. 
Like they took like a solid 15, 20 seconds to appear in the activity feed. Why? Why would that be the case? And it's also missed out on a V-subscription. Like why? Everything in YouTube live streaming in regards to uh, interacting with chat is just that little bit more delayed than Twitch. And it's uh, weird. As I say, Twitch is better than YouTube in all the ways that don't matter. And YouTube is better in all the ways that matter to me. I reach more new viewers streaming on YouTube. I have more viewers who watch me because I already have an audience here. The VOD quality is higher. The stream quality is also a bit higher. More money. It's just Twitch has, they've been around for a lot longer doing it. So they have a lot of all these smaller things figured out that you'd think YouTube would just copy, but they haven't.